Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Presented by T-Mobile the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Grant and Danny welcoming you back on the fan all over D.C. and in Richmond and wherever you are on the Odyssey app, taking you up to 6.30 this evening on the fan. There was a great piece done that we were reading today for some insight on Adam Peters, a Q&A with him back around draft time last year in The Athletic by Matt Barrows, who covers the San Francisco 49ers. And he joins us now on the BetQL guest hotline. Bet smarter to beat the books. Download the BetQL app. Visit BetQL.com. Matt, Adam Peters is a candidate for the GM job here in Washington. We know he's one of the most sought-after names in the league. Really seems like the Commanders would be hitting a home run to land him. Educate us on Adam Peters. Yeah, he was one of uh, John Lynch's first hires back in 2017. And remember, John Lynch was a surprise GM hire. Had never worked in a in a front office. Had been a uh, a broadcaster uh, after his uh, career as a safety. And so he had to bring in somebody who knew front offices. So. Um, he had uh, a pair of lieutenants, uh, one guy that you're very familiar with, Martin Mayhew, and the other guy was Adam Peters, who um, he hired away from his buddy, John Lynch's buddy, John Elway, in uh, Denver. Um, I think uh, Peters had been the director of college scouting at that point. So they brought in a guy who's uh, a forte, whose expertise was college scouting. And so Peters basically – has been the draft guy since 2017, has run the draft. And that's why I talk to Adam Peters every spring after the draft and sort of do a player-by-player review of each of the guys that the 49ers bring in because he's the guy with uh, the most knowledge about those uh, those players. So that's really, um, you know, his uh, his area of strength. And, um, you know, if, if Washington hires him, <laughs> that's what you want, a guy who uh, knows how to run the draft and can help uh, rebuild that roster. Do you think he's leaving this time? And then part two of that is why didn't he left last year? He, he, he's got a good situation here um, in that uh, he's from Cupertino, which is just a few miles down the street from uh, the 49ers facility. Um, as you could probably tell from what I just described, He's got a lot of license uh, with the 49ers. Um, uh, John Lynch uh, gives him 
uh, a lot of responsibilities here. So uh, my my sense is that you know Peters knows that um, he, he's going to have some opportunities and, and could afford to be picky. Uh, and I think the fact that he's meeting with the Washington group right now or on his way to do that suggests that he's ready this year to make the move. And, uh, you know, a lot of people I've talked to think that this is going to happen, that he's going to be the guy that uh, the commanders hired to be their next GM. I find it hard to believe that he'd be willing to take the job and he would sit through the interview and go through the process and then they would pick somebody else. I mean, he's just that kind of candidate based on at least the people I'm talking to. What kind of guy is he? I, I bumped into him briefly uh, out at FedEx Field when he was here with the 49ers you know, a little over a week ago, I mean, he's sharply dressed, nice haircut, good-looking dude, looks the part as a young up-and-coming executive. What can you tell us about him based on what you've gotten to know? Yeah, I mean, everything you just said, um, you know, he, uh, I sit down with him, you know, once or twice a year. Uh, he's been great to me. He hasn't done a lot of the group stuff, and so that would be sort of a, a question I would have. What's his comfort level? Um, you know, doing the the big media stuff and the big things that a GM has to do. I mean, John Lynch out here is terrific at that. I mean, it, it's really his expertise. Um, you know, his his background as a player and as a broadcaster um, has set him up very nicely for sort of the uh, community things that a GM has to do. Um, I think that might be uh, more difficult for Peter just because he has, doesn't have that experience be difficult for anybody really uh but like i said the uh sort of the x's and o's part of it the uh you know uh the front office stuff the uh the college scouting aspect of it i think he'd be uh terrific at that uh that aspect of the job matt barrow's with us here on grant and danny cover the 49ers for the athletic um what makes him so good you know what I mean? There's a lot of guys that have drafted pretty well. There are a lot of guys that have been part of good organizations. Why is he so sought after? You know, he's been in this organization since 2017, as I mentioned. And, you know, the longer you go, the more familiar you are with the coaching staff, the better you draft, especially late in the draft, I feel like. Uh, you really know what the coaching staff is after. You know the types of guys that are going to have a chance to, to make the roster. So, I think that he's gotten stronger and stronger uh, as he's been here, and you can see that in the uh, the day two and, and day three picks that this team has made in recent years. A lot of them have stuck around. A lot of them have become superstars as well. Uh, so I think that's a big part of it, um, and, and that's really been um, his and the 49ers' strength since 2017. They've, they've had some big misses in the first round. Uh, they picked Solomon Thomas and, and Reuben Foster in the first round uh, their first year here in 2017, and, and both of them turned out to be uh, major busts. But they also took uh, George Kittle in the fifth round that year, um, and um, they've taken some, some you know, Brock Purdy, obviously, uh, with the last pick last year. So it, they've really um, they kind of saved themselves in a lot of ways with their, with their day three picks. That's been where this team has separated itself from most teams. Just a quick look for me here. Looks like nine Pro Bowl appearances over their last 34 draft picks and three All-Pros. Washington has one Pro Bowl appearance and zero All-Pros over its last 
35 draft picks just for comparison's sake. Can you go back to the relationship between he and uh, John Lynch? Because, and maybe you can clear up this misconception if it's if it's not fair. But nationally, what we hear and out here, kind of what I've always been told is Kyle Shanahan's heavily involved and that Peters does a lot of the work and Lynch is kind of more of a face you know, than the grinder from a front office standpoint, number one. And then number two, it seemed like when Lynch got bumped up to that presidential role or whatever his new title is, they were doing that so they could keep Peters and give him the GM title. What did I get wrong there? Yeah, I think that title, it's a, it's a pre- team president title, was more of an acknowledgement of what I was describing earlier. It's all the the other things that that John Lynch does. Um, he does a lot in the community, um, you know, uh, and, and he's good at that. So, um, you know, th- that was my first instinct too. Was that that meant that Peters was going to do more of the GM stuff, and that he would become the de facto GM, and that he would stick around, but um, I've since learned that that's not the case. Um, John Lynch has no plans on leaving. Um, early on in his tenure uh, was when Amazon was uh, was was coming into the picture as far as broadcasting NFL games, and Amazon uh, put a big figure in front of John Lynch. I mean, so big that you know you you have to kind of sit down and and take it seriously. And so at that point, you know, the notion came about that, okay, maybe John Lynch is not a long timer at GM, but I think it was just the, uh, you know, once in a blue moon um, chance to basically anchor Amazon's coverage. Um, They obviously went in a different direction. Uh, Lynch hasn't gotten an offer like that since. So, uh, the bottom line is that he is the GM moving forward, and and for the near term and for the long term, as far as the 49ers know. So, um, you know that that means that if uh, if uh, Adam Peters wants a GM job, he's got to look elsewhere for it. That doesn't mean that um, he can't come back uh, to his uh, his hometown at some point in his career. But uh, it seems like in the near future, uh, like I said, if he's going to be a GM, it's going to be in some other city. Matt, always hard to assign blame or, or credit for things in, in front offices, but it, I think it depends on how you look at the following. That massive trade-up for Trey Lance, you could look at it one of two ways. Oh, my God, what a miss. You, the guy that you traded all these picks for, no first-rounders for three years, that dude's not even on your team anymore. Whoever's responsible for that should probably have some questions to answer. The other side is, without a first-round pick for the last three years, they're still the best teams or among the best teams in the NFL. It's incredible how good they are at roster building, and and you've got to admire their aggressiveness. A, where do we fall on that spectrum and kind of Peters' role therein? Well, um, you're able to do a lot with your roster if your starting quarterback is Mr. Irrelevant. I mean, Brock Purdy is making 800-something thousand dollars this year which gives you um a lot of room to you know trade for a christian mccaffrey and uh do a new deal with nick bosa and so on and so forth so uh, they really covered their you know what with the trey lance miss by um hitting a home run with the brock purdy draft uh so that's that that answers that i mean it doesn't mean that um you don't scrutinize what happened with Trey Lance. I mean, looking back on it, um, it was a it was a huge miss. I mean, 
the 49ers knew that they wanted to have a rookie quarterback running the show at this point um, because they had so many other salaries to think about. Um, but uh, in hindsight, drafting a guy out of North Dakota State who had really very, very little college experience and doing so in the COVID year where you didn't really have a lot of exposure to that guy. Here's a guy that you're, you're going to lean on uh, in your organization for years to come, but you weren't able to scout him as well as you could uh, a guy in a normal year. So, I mean, all of this is hindsight being 2020, but there were some big mistakes made that year. Um, uh, as far as where Adam Peters fell in all that, uh, something to keep in mind in San Francisco is that Kyle Shanahan has a ton of sway, and when, and when it comes to quarterbacks and other offensive positions, um, it's even more so. So I think that Shanahan had a big say in that. Um, does that exonerate John Lynch and Adam Peters? Shouldn't those guys have been kind of the uh, the voice of reason and all that? How complicit were they? I'm not exactly sure I know all the answers, but uh, when it comes to quarterbacks, uh, you know, basically it's Shanahan making these big franchise decisions. So you, you can blast Shanahan for drafting Trey Lance, but uh, you also have to give that group credit for drafting uh, Brock Purdy the, the next year. Matt Barrows covers the 49ers for the Athletic out in San Fran. Thank you so much for the time. We appreciate you. All right, anytime, guys. Talk to you soon. Thank Great you, information on Adam Peters, who I don't know if we can call him the front runner, but I would say is the biggest name and certainly the most exciting name of those that Washington's being linked to right now from a GM standpoint. He was turning teams down that wanted him last year because that job in well, San Fran is so uh, involved for him. And he's got that in common with Ben Johnson. Remember last year, the Carolina Panthers were recruiting him hard. And he was like, mm, that's a hot mess. That's a no for me, dog. You know, like I can I can afford to wait for a good situation. That, that's that kind of tells you that these guys are are a valued, but b you know have a you know a smart head on their shoulders, not just taking the first gig because it's a gig. Interviewing with the Commanders this evening, um, a lot yesterday at the open locker room was made about Eric Bieniemy by the players, and we never really got into that. We got a couple of minutes here. What did you think about? some of the comments that were made, whether it was as simple as Cosme questioning play calling, which is understandable. That's one thing. But whether it was uh, Charles Leno. I thought that was the strangest one. No, they were suggesting there were a lot of ups and there were a lot of downs and it was turbulent. Uh, Not surprised. Uh, We've been talking about this on the show. I've been hearing rumblings all season that offensive guys have been butting heads with the enemy. But it is not lost on me here. It's early in this process. But Harris came out, if you can find the cut, Darius, where he was asked about whether or not they'd interview Biennemi. And he basically, in a lot of words, said they're not planning on interviewing him right now. Mm-hmm. If the new GM wants to, maybe they would. Uh, but he's not on any of these lists. I mean, nobody has requested permission to interview Eric Biennemi so far. Doesn't mean they're not going to. That's going to continue to, over the next four or five days, play out that guys are going to be requested. But he wasn't in that first batch. Yeah. Uh, and he came here to try to get his head coaching opportunity. This was when Harris was asked in his press conference if Biennemi would be a candidate for the gig. I've enjoyed working with Eric, and obviously um, he's had success over the years. And um, I'd say that um, 
you know, I spoke to Eric today, and um, you know, he's hard at work managing our franchise, and and I look forward to um, hearing to hopefully, if I could write the script, um, having a, our senior football operations executive in place, and then approaching the coaching search search with Eric and others. Earlier in the press conference, he suggested. Yeah, we want to have the GM in place before the head coach, but we'll hire the head coach first if we need to. I'm mm-hmm. Paraphrasing. Right. Then, when asked about the enemy, he basically said, eh, "You know, we're, we're, let's see what our GM thinks." If the GM likes it, sure. So he's clearly not urgently putting right. him on the list. They're not planning on flying him out to the house in Miami at this moment. I think he's going to be an OC next year. I know a lot of people have been holding out hope that he could be a head coach. You've been on record saying maybe he gets a job in a down cycle. What do you make of the last 36 hours? Because it hasn't been very good for no, him. No, it, it, it is not. Now, I'm of a bunch of different minds. One, I, I, again, I don't think the players look very good here. And What do you mean by that? Well, if, if, this, if these offensive players that are complaining were coming off a couple of top 10 seasons where they were ringing the bell a lot, and then this guy came in with his new paradigm and the results were way worse, you'd go, the guy's got a point. They don't really have a point. They were bad last year. They're bad the year before. They're bad this year. They didn't like Scott Turner very much. Yeah, did they not like Scott? I mean, Sam Cosby was like, run the ball more. I, I saw what that looked like, dude. I got I got a couple years of that where it's it's handed off and punt a lot. You, it, was that better? It wasn't is the answer. They were also one of the worst run-blocking graded teams this season. They were actually decent, like middle of the pack at pass blocking, and they were bad at run blocking. Yeah. So, you know, the, the ups and downs part of it, again, I just – I think – now, granted, again, I'm so biased. I think against Rivera here that I've I've kind of tended to, to to sear my blame, to steer my blame rather that way. But I just thought this whole thing was set up when Rivera undercut the enemy early on. Instead of like telling everybody behind the scenes and out in front, get used to it, dudes. We haven't done bleep in three years. That's changing. There's the guy that's won. We're doing that instead of. Well, Eric needs to learn how to be a head coach. He'll figure out how to communicate with guys, and a bunch of the players complained to me. Undermining him. I, I I hated that then, and I hate it now. I think it kind of set the stage for all this, for some of the griping. The flip side is a, a coach saying, this is how we're going to do it. We're going to do it my way. Maybe your way's not that great. Maybe your way's not special. Maybe your way was special because Pat Mahomes was in the room, you know, and Travis Kelsey was there for, for so long. I don't know. To me, this is one of those nobody looks particularly good. The players come off kind of whiny, and they haven't produced with anybody, so you're pining for a way that may have been easier for you where you also didn't produce. I don't have much sympathy for that. So I think it depends on like what their issues were and are, right? In other words, that's fair. if their issues are that you practice for 80 minutes instead of 60, I don't have a lot of sympathy mm-hmm. there. If your issue is that... He told you one thing in the offseason about how you'd be used, and then you were used differently as the season went on. Forgive me for not being able to find my empathy in my pocket right now. Yep. But if you know, if you just don't like being yelled at constantly, if you don't think that his style works or you respond to it, or and and I'm this is kind of informed speculation, but there is speculation here, make to be clear. But like if, if you just think the way he is yelling at us and trying to motivate us is like antiquated and it's not for me. I don't do the, you're a loser then kind of, you know, that's loser talk bit. Like you're grown up, you know, find a way to get through to me without treating me like I'm 
a 15-year-old. Mm-hmm. I'm a 34-year-old man with kids, dude. Or, or in some, you know, I guess that'd be an old player. Sure. But I'm a 25-year-old adult. Yeah, I'm a 26-year-old millionaire, bucks. you know? Can, can, can we do it a different way? There's only a few coaches in the league that do it that way. And, and a lot of them, not to the extent that he does at this point, you know, based on how it's been explained to me. So I'm not sitting here saying that uh, I wouldn't hire him as an OC, but I'm not going to go as far as just saying when Charles Leno, who's been around and played for a lot of coaches, Logan Thomas, all over the place from his days at Virginia Tech. He's been in Detroit and Arizona and Washington. You think about all the staffs and the coaches and the position coaches he's been through. Like if those guys are basically – Willing, that's what they said publicly about mm-hmm. their dissatisfaction. You only imagine, like, yeah. then what? What is it that we're talking about here, right? I, I think it, you know, I give them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt that they're not just whiny babies as professional athletes, and a lot of people just want to do that. You lost thirteen games. You know that tough guy routine of whatever he says, do it. He has a Super Bowl ring. Well, yeah, he was in Kansas City and he has Super Bowl rings. He doesn't have one in the role he had here. He doesn't have one as a head coach, but I, I do hope because of his resume that he eventually gets an opportunity that he hadn't gotten before he came here. Uh, yesterday was a huge day out at Ashburn. Mm-hmm. I ended up doing, and I'm sure you did this too, like stations all over the country are calling and you just do a bunch of interviews all day long. I was asked one question yesterday that like stopped me in my tracks and I thought I didn't have an answer. And I was like, that is the, that's the best question I've been asked all day and all of the talking I've done about this. I'm going to ask you that question next. I think it's worth a call topic. Grant and Danny on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uh, I'm going to be leading that search both for a head of football operations as well as a head coach. And uh, I'm going to be assisted by uh, my partners, Irvin uh, Magic Johnson, Mitch Rails, and David Blitzer, as well as uh, a couple very well-known uh, sports executives, Bob Myers, who I've known for many years and have a tremendous amount of respect for, and uh, Rick Spielman, who obviously is a uh, 
<clears throat> 30-year football executive, executive of the year, uh, obviously 10 years with the Vikings. Um, you know, obviously Bob Meyer, Bob Myers built one of the amazing uh, sports teams of the last decade in the Golden State Warriors. Uh, they were tough to compete with, so I got to know him. I love a good coaching search. I am a coaching search guy. This is my time of the year. I love the draft. Mm-hmm. I love coaching searches. I think it's my past of never having seen a team be good. Okay. So, like, this is what I get up for. This but is the best it gets. I am so steamed up for this offseason. What do you like, coaching search or free agency day? Ooh. Free agency day early in Dan's tenure, definitely that. Free agency day with Bruce pretending like every dollar you spend is bad, not as much. Free agency day or introductory press conference? Day. Day. Well, you know I'm a sucker for an introductory press you conference. You love him. I think, I mean, free agency day is my favorite day of the year. Yay. If done properly with money and, and trying to improve and adding talent. So the day of free agency, sitting at Yard House or Glory Days Grill or some bar to be named later, sitting over at Walters and getting wings and just eating there and having my laptop up, that's the dream. That's all I've ever wanted. Uh, like, heaven to me would just be that in perpetuity. Free agency day. day. It would just be a never-ending free agency day <laughs> where I'm eating wings and watching NFL moves being made just until the end of time, forever. So that, that would be heaven. Um, but, man, I love a coaching search. So here's the question I was asked yesterday that stopped me in my tracks. Okay. And a tip of the cap to our guy Ben Standing of The Athletic. I was on his pod. We were talking about this. He said... Would you rather the commanders get their top front office candidate or their top coaching candidate? And he asked me as it pertains to, he set it up by saying, who's your number one candidate as a GM? And I said, oh, my God, it's Adam Peters. Not even close. There are other guys I like. I'd be pumped with Cunningham. I really like Hortiz from Baltimore, who they haven't even uh, sent out anything to interview at this point. Um, But my answer is Peters. And he says, who's your number one head coaching candidate? And I said, oh, let me think about it. Is there a name that right. comes to mind? Uh, ben Johnson, I think. Ben Johnson alert. Ben Johnson alert. Ben Johnson alert. But then his question was, they can only land one, Peters or Johnson. Which which would you rather them land? And I, I couldn't answer the question. I know we don't have an Adam Peters alert, but there, there's a couple prongs to this. Number one, I think GM is more important than head coach in some ways. Now, that's not necessarily foolproof or like in pencil or in in marker, I should say. Because in this case, an offensive-minded coach in the year that you're drafting quarterback at number two probably, like the relationship between Drake May and Ben Johnson might be more important than Adam Peters, to be honest with you, for the long-term health of this team and making sure if Ben Johnson – it works with Adam uh, with uh, with Drake May and makes him a great quarterback. Then Adam Peters could be not very good, and you'll still be good for a long time. But I think in general, GM more important than head coach. I also think there's less risk in a GM candidate that you love because they're kind of doing the thing already. Like Peters in San Fran already has a lot of GM ish responsibilities, mm-hmm. where there's really no way of knowing what kind of head coach Ben Johnson would be. How's he going to react when S hits the fan? What kind of staff is he going to be able to fill out? What kind of ties does he have around the league from a defensive standpoint? What kind of pipeline to coordinators does he have? Like, those are all real risks. So believe it or not, I eventually said, I think I'd rather them probably land Peters than Johnson. 
between the two of them, if they were going to get like one and my secondary candidate, mm-hmm. I would probably rather Peters and another head coach than Ben Johnson and another GM. What do you think about that? I, I smell what you're cooking there. For me, it's not close. It's GM. I, I want my I want my Ozzie Newsome. I want my Kevin Colbert. I want my Brandon Bean. Uh, you know, you could pick your superstar who sets the tone, does everything, and everybody reports to him, and it's one voice. The coach may come and go. The coach may want a certain thing or not. The quarterbacks will come and go. Multiple tenures. We keep building. I want that general manager who's in charge of all of it. I, I want no confusion. That's the thing that's been missing more than anything else. There have been good coaches that have come through this this building, for example. Guys that I think if things were equal or they were elsewhere would have had way more success. The thing that's been missing when it's Vinny, when it's Bruce, or when it's Ron himself, that general manager. I want that superstar that you never have to worry about that's always in charge and everybody underneath him is getting plucked pretty much every year to go run another organization. That's the thing that I want. Would you rather the commanders land their top candidate at GM or head coach? I thought this was a really smart question from Ben Standing, and I'm posing that right now with Danny to you guys on the MGM National Harbor listener lines, 800-636-1067. You're going with what is kind of the, and it's probably true for the record, but like the, the group think of like GM is the most important thing mm-hmm. head coach is not, but you get what I'm saying oh, when, totally it, do. when it comes to an offensive minded head coach in a year where you're picking quarterback. I think that's important. Like if you're thinking of this, like I am that they are going to draft a QB at number two. And I think they're going to, and I hope it's Drake may, but let's say a Johnson and may tandem, the whole organization really is on their shoulders. Ben Johnson and Drake may turning into Peyton and Breeze kind of renders how often Peters is hitting a lot less relevant, right? Yep. I mean, isn't there an argument to be made? Again, hypothetical. But let's say Johnson becomes McVeigh or Shanahan and is wherever he ends up. Like you can then look back and go, oh, well, it would have even if even if Peters is awesome, if he's mm-hmm. like the next great GM. What's another way to ask this? Uh, here's what I'm thinking. Would you rather have Kyle Shanahan or would you rather have Howie Roseman? Eric DaCosta. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. And, and my answer is the latter. And again, it's See, like, I, uh, for my answer is Kyle and, by far. And Kyle's great. It's not, you're not yeah. going to run it down, but it's just, it's a, and I totally understand your point, by the way. Like, it's, I don't know how to say it better than this. It's, a, I, I watched Howie Roseman go from a guy that was successful to he's gone and then another guy's now successful and they're in the Super Bowl a couple of years later. Like to me, that organizational anchor, that that dude that is always going to prioritize the the short, medium, deep future, et cetera, it takes a special mind to be able to get on board with that, like like Kyle Shanahan has, right? Where that marriage is perfect and it's all worked out. It just it just takes one fight. It takes one argument where a guy with a ton of power, all of a sudden you've got, you know, a Harbaugh type situation where everybody's in flames. I want that there's no question that it's what that guy says, that GM Last voice, the first person that answers the phone, that's the guy making the trade. It's not some owner deal. It's This one isn't a coach's decision or whatever. No, no, no. I want that general manager. I, and I get your point, though, You're, you're especially now, given the climate. I just think that if you get a star coach, eventually 
that GM's going to cede power to that person anyway, which says everything, doesn't it? Mm. I mean, in other words, GMs don't grow in power over the coach. Like, um, Roseman is a good example, right, of someone who's been there. Um, he and Doug Peterson had a, a boxing match that he won. But, you know, if... Like, if Sirianni, if they'd won the Super Bowl this year, Sirianni and the Eagles, maybe he's got more sway now? In the, is that yeah, kind of what you're I getting think at? you see that happen all the sure. time. Mm-hmm. You know, guys like Sean Payton. Who's Mickey Loomis? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. He was with New Orleans the entire time, and he's still there, by the way. Yeah. But if it became Sean Payton or Mickey Loomis, I don't think Sean Payton would be gone. It just so happened he was kind of over it and ready to roll. 800-636-1067 is the number. Uh, again, kudos to, to Standing asking me this question, and I, I thought about it all last night. Whoever your top choices are, one GM, one, one head coach, would you rather the team land their number one seed as a GM or as a head coach? So for me, like Peters versus Johnson, I went with Adam Peters, but man, I have a hard time with it. Especially because I, I think if it's an offensive-minded coach, this year with the quarterback, you can make the argument that the coach is the more important hire. Whereas if they're hiring a D.C., whether it's Mike McDonald, Ajiro Evro, you know, any uh, Quinn, whoever, Mike Vrabel, then I think it's definitely the general manager because those guys, the offensive coordinator is probably for me a more important hire than the head coach at that point. Mm-hmm. And I mean that. That's how big of a deal offense and coaching the quarterback is in this league. Grant and Danny on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is a Tuesday, which means Commander's Survivor. And this is not just your typical Survivor Tuesday. It's our last ride here. Either Terry McLaurin or Deron Payne is going to be crowned Commander's Survivor 2023. Go vote. Facebook.com slash Grant and Danny. Darris and Ryan have been working very hard to get the vote out. They went door-to-door today for a couple of hours. Ryan was making calls last night. I know Darris was working hard on something to put in the mail for mailers. Mm-hmm. Going to be a record amount of votes today. Guys are tired. Facebook.com slash Grant and Danny. Question at hand, the commanders are right now handling the front office part of their interviewing. Coaching is going to come after. They can't really start doing the coaching interviews because almost everyone they're interviewing is in the playoffs until next Tuesday anyway. 
they're going to have their GM before that. I really believe that. Not only that, they're like they're three interviews deep today. Just today and tomorrow, they're hitting five of the executives that they've asked permission to interview. Uh, if you missed the news earlier today, uh, they interviewed with Mike Borgonzi of the Chiefs this afternoon. That might be wrapping up now. Earlier today, they talked to Glenn Cook, one of the assistants with the Browns. Uh, tonight, they're going to interview Adam Peters, the assistant GM in San Fran. Tomorrow, they're expected to talk to Ian Cunningham of the Bears, Alec Hallaby, the analytics guy, with Howie Roseman with the Eagles. Uh, they're waiting a response from Will McClay on whether or not he's interested in interviewing. So this is moving fast. Presumably, they'll try to get somebody in place, as we talked about, mm -hmm. by early next week, maybe over the weekend. And that way, that guy, whether it's Peters or Cunningham or Borgonzi or somebody else, can sit in on the conversations they'll have with the coaching candidates next week. But the question is, if they can only land a top candidate in one of the two categories, either they get their number one choice at GM or their number one choice at head coach, which would you rather them get? That's the question. GM for me, I understand the argument for coach, and presumably in the year where you're going to get a quarterback, it's almost like a, a shortcut, a cheat code to make everybody else right. But to me, I'm looking for the, a 20-year solution, and that's what a GM is. I also, as I think more about it, there's no one I would say coach about other than maybe Ben Johnson, and that tells me it should probably be GM as an answer. But if you are taking a QB2, an offensive-minded head coach is going to have more to do in the short term over the next couple of years without quickly you turn this thing around than a GM will. But a GM obviously has the chance to be here if you hire the right guy for 15 years with ideally only one, but maybe as many as three or four coaches, you know, who have varying levels of success. Lou is in Silver Spring on Grant and Danny. What's up, Lou? Hey guys. Thanks up, for taking my call. Uh, great show. Um, I'm, 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 I think I'm a little bit biased because I, you know, I'm 46 and I'm, you know, I had Joe Gibbs who, you know, had all that success with different, you know, different regimes and what have you. But um, I'm going to go coach here because I think it's directly related to the play on the field. Um, and, but I, either way, I'm not, you know, either way, I think that in, in a, in an industry full of alpha males, uh, you know, you have to have somebody who's going to be able to yield a little bit here and there, be very self-aware, um, not to be revisionist history, but, you know, with the Bruce Allen thing, uh, you know, bickering over paying Kirk Cousins 25, 27 million, whatever it is a year um, for a guy who literally has just started missing time since we have let him go. Uh, I think it's completely ridiculous. So I think whoever it is, you got to be self-aware. You got to know when to give, when to, when, you know, when to give, when to, when to push, when to pull and, and, and just be very self-aware about it. And, and, you know, just not be completely and utterly stupid alpha male about it. And like, Oh, it has to be my way or the highway. Yeah. A little bit totally. of fluidity being versatile, you know, being able to, to see things from a lot of perspectives is going to be vital in that role. Let's go to Mark in Alexandria. Hey, Mark. What's up, Mark? Hey, how you doing, guys? It was a pleasure meeting you guys at uh, Rudy's a couple of weeks ago. Love the show. Um, Thank you. Got to be the general manager because I think when you look at what the problem has been over the last four years is that, um, you know, Ron's picks have not panned out. I mean, you look at his last four drafts, and we're not getting production from, from, from our, our draft. And so I think, you know, before, you know, a coach can do what he does on the field, 
front office has got to make the right players. They've got to make the right assessments. They've got the scouting department. has got to, got to uh, get down to the senior bowl, look at these guys, go through and through. They've got to go through free agency. They've got to see how these guys match up to, to you know, what we think we want to do here. And you've got to have the players. You've got to get the coach, the players, to do what he does on the field. Appreciate you, dude. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's less sexy. Right, because it's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff a lot of times that we don't even see. We don't even really acknowledge or, or, you know, it doesn't produce that win on Sunday. He's not there with the headset on doing the midfield handshake. But I think that's the sort of comfortable, calm security blanket of having that good GM. If they hire the right GM, and, and maybe it's Peters, right, I'm also hoping that that guy brings with them a team. Like, if you bring Ben Johnson or, or whatever coach <laughs> – Ben Johnson alert. Thank you. Thank you very much. Ben Johnson alert. The the staff that they bring in is significant. Yep. And we talk about that a lot. But what about your GM search? You know, your Peters types. Right. Like maybe he hire he his scouts, in, his yeah. his favorite scout becomes his college scouting director. Mm-hmm. The scouting director becomes his assistant general manager. Like that's very possible. GM or head coach, if they can land one is the question. Plus, we'll update you on the news of the day on Grant and Danny. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever. Or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.